Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Let's talk about it. 877-337-6666. Powered by Paramount+. Plus. Stream the NFL on CBS live on Paramount+. Plus. Right back at it on the fan, KM to sometime in the PM. Joining us right now, my guy, Brandon London. I've been uh, jumping on New York Post Sports to talk about the Nets, so I'm like, Brandon, you owe me a solid. He's the digital host for New York Post Sports, and like I said, he's a former Giant, and he hosts over there at MetLife. You guys have probably seen him on the big screen with the mic doing his thing. Let's bring in Brandon London, the pride of the 757, right now on the fan in New York. What's up, B? Man, it doesn't even have to be a solid. It could be a reoccurring if you want it. Yes, sir. Yeah, we appreciate it. It's all it's all collaborative when it comes to New York sports and media here. You know, so appreciate you having me on. Yeah, so we got to talk Giants, man. I feel like this whole week, you know, last week was all the Wink Martindale stuff. This week was all talking about, you know, what the Jets have to do and, uh, you know, all the coaches available. But I know the Giants fans are like, hey, talk about where we're at. So, you know, right now, I've been listening the last couple of days. There's a lot of chatter, and it's rumor, but whatever, it's fun, about the Giants drafting uh, a quarterback and the Giants trading up to do so. You know, so in theory, do you think this is a reality? I think this is what you got to do, right? They're there at six, but if they have a guy that they want, they got to move up to get him. What do you think about the, the Giants circling in on their guy, whoever it may be, and moving up in the draft to go get him? Well, I think it's all about what you do in free agency prior to the draft. Mm-hmm. You know, again, if you can't bring in a veteran lineman to protect a quarterback and try and trade up for that for that quarterback and you can't protect him, then you're going to get nothing out of uh, that rookie quarterback because, as you see, they, they struggle if you can't protect them as they try and learn the speed of the NFL game. You know, Again, out of all the, the quarterbacks drafted last year, C.J. Stroud is the one quarterback that has kind of risen to the level of veteran and and playing beyond what a rookie quarterback is supposed to be playing. But, again, that's one quarterback. So Joe Shane, Joe Douglas, both guys who need need quarterbacks. And I don't care what people say about, oh, Aaron Rodgers coming back. They should still draft a quarterback in the first round just to save their ass, cover their ass on the Jets side. On the Giants side, it really, again, it doesn't matter who you trade up for to draft. If you if Joe Shane doesn't have a strong free agency in terms of bringing in a, a veteran guard, right tackle, some some key pieces on the offensive line to be able to not only protect Daniel Jones or the rookie quarterback, but also to be able to run the ball with Saquon or whoever they bring in to replace Saquon. 
Yeah, the Giants are going to look different. I mean, this is the offseason. This is the year. Going into year three, there's going to be some new coaches. Giants fans are going to have to say goodbye to some players. But when you look at this draft, they're drafting six, and they have good draft capital. So I was reading an article on Giants Wire. It says the Giants will enter the 2024 NFL Draft with seven total picks in tow, including four in the top 70, obviously the number six overall pick. And with Shane and Dable, obviously, you know, this rebuild – I think they were ahead of schedule, obviously, in, in year one. You, you get to the playoffs, you win a playoff game on the road, you win coach of the year, but then they take a step back this year, and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. I think that gives them an opportunity to reassess. Obviously, they, they fired some coaches, they're bringing in some new guys. What do you think the biggest thing in this offseason like, that has to be done? Is it is it retaining Saquon Barkley? Is it uh, hitting on all your draft picks? Is it getting the coaches' staff right? Like, What's the biggest thing that the Giants have to do to close the gap in the NFC East on the Dallas Cowboys and the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, again, you have to hit on your offseason weapons, and that goes to not only who you bring in but who you retain as well. Do you want to keep a guy like Xavier McKinney who said that he's not going to give a hometown discount in terms of the team that drafted him? Right. But – he rightfully so because the market is going to be what it is for a safety. And you can say he's top two, three safety in the league, you know. So um, it's about retaining guys like that. And then, again, it's also bringing in veteran help on the offensive line, linebacker, pass rush, somebody, another double-digit sack guy to go along with Kayvon Thibodeau. So you're not waiting for him to kind of break out to be a Michael Strahan or Jason Pierre-Paul. That's going to come for him, but it makes it a lot easier if he has someone on the other end, kind of like T.J. Watt has the uh, – uh, what's the guy's name? Mm, the other pass rusher on the end that they paid. Highsmith, Hayward? Uh, Highsmith, Highsmith. But, look, Hayward would be the Dexter Lawrence. Right. You know? So you got to have three three forces on that defensive line in terms of getting pass rusher to wreck what we call the decision-maker. The quarterback's the highest-paid player on the team. So you've got to have three guys on that defensive line that can wreck the decision maker. Look who you have in coverage, Tay Banks, who showed that they hit on that draft pick, that first round draft pick. He showed that he could cover some of the elite in the NFL. And when he did struggle, he still put up a fight when he did struggle. Those were a lot of contested catches, big catches by a scary Terry, by a, a Garrett Wilson guys that Brendan Cooks, you know, so at least you weren't saying no bums were catching passes on him. And on the other end, what do you do with a Dory Jackson? I think you're going to have to strengthen that CB2 position, but it all depends on what Xavier McKinney does because do you pay a safety and you can't, you know, give a little extra money to a second corner or like a guy like Stephen Gilmore if he doesn't re-sign with the Cowboys or do you, you know, or do you spend it on another pass rusher? So, when it comes to defense, Joe Shane and those guys, they got to hit like they on free agent, on a free agent defensive player. They've got to hit on two of them like they hit with Bobby O'Karake, uh last year. So, I mean, it's, it's their season now, that front office. You know, I see Joe Shane when I'm in the, uh, in the building and, you know, talking to him about how, you know, once college football kind of died down, he was able to travel with the team and really look at and assess guys, evaluate guys, the roster now and stuff. So, you know, you, you listen to those guys and, you know, you kind of get a, a small feel of what their plan is going forward and, and what they're doing in terms of evaluating rookie talent. So it's just it's interesting to see the chess piece going on uh, within the Giants organization on the front office side leading up to this free agency with free agency and the draft coming up. 
All right, let's talk coaching, man. You play football. I play football. Obviously, you play pro. I play college. But you you know what the deal is with coaching. Coaches yell. Like, I've seen coaches yell to the point where veins are busting out of their necks. And they yell at each other, too, because it's football. It's aggressive. There's a lot of testosterone. There's a lot of emotion. Guys want to win. And when you're not winning, they're going to yell. So this whole thing last week about Wink Martindale and the stuff that got leaked, to me, I think is it's in the past. I think it's a bunch of nothing. But, like, guys are going to yell. I think that Brian Dable will learn from it. I don't think he wants to be known as this tyrant. I don't, I don't think he wants to be known as a guy that yells just for no reason. I'm sure there's, you know, uh, some words that he was yelling that, that had some substance to him. But what I see is that, you know, this didn't stop anybody from signing with the Giants. They've already made, you know, some quick moves. They hired a running back coach. They They hired an offensive line coach. I think this is good because Brian Dable is going to get now to have his whole staff, and these guys are coming in knowing, hey, I, I know how coach gets down. It's not going to be a 60-year-old Wink Martindale that's like, hey, you ain't going to yell at me. I mean, it, when you play football, people yell. Teammates yell at each other. You know? so, when you so, talk about coaching staff. It's that, so normal. Yeah, you think of how much time they spend together, you know, away from their families and stuff. And I, I get what people say. Well, they get paid what they pay. They're supposed to. Yeah, you know, they're they're putting in that work. And those guys, they're in sweatpants and stuff, just looking over uh, game tape of a second string quarterback that's coming in to play. The uh, second string quarterback that's coming in to play because like a Dak got knocked out. So you're watching his college tape because he's a rookie and you didn't get. You know, there's no. Uh, NFL snaps to watch him, so you're making a game plan on that quarterback. Mm-hmm. Like those are the things those quarterback, uh, those coaches are doing. So when people are on Twitter and all or X and saying like, "Oh, this coach needs to, oh, they need to do this or X, Y, Z," them dudes are putting in extensive hours on the game plan. So I'm gonna go with that bum coach or whatever coach they call is a bum or is garbage over what someone says they think they need to do on Twitter because there's no, you know, a, a Twitter breakdown ain't a real breakdown. But uh, at the end of the day, look, you know what you're getting when you get a Brian Dable. You're going to get a coach that can yell and stuff. But when the Giants were winning, everybody was praising him because he was playing juicy in the locker room. They were doing the memes where he was looking like Biggie. You know, remember that? You know, they were talking about, um, you know, the the cojones he had for going for two. You know how he he tightened up Daniel Jones and Daniel Jones took care of the football. And they were looking at the coach of the other team in MetLife saying he's the opposite of that coach. That coach shows no emotion. And all for all your listeners right now, I want you to say, I want you to raise your hand right now if you're one of those people that was that that bought on to the juicy and the dayball like uh, day balls and all that stuff. <laughs> but now you flipped on it. I want you to think about what you've done, what you just got. You can call yourself out for. You know, if you're gonna ride ride with them, ride with them, man. Because at the end of the day, you know, here comes this third year that's coming up. Everybody knows the pressure that comes on a coach on the third year. You know, you, you made the playoffs your first, kind of digressed to second. So all eyes are going to be on him. So if I'm him and I'm not getting along with the coach or I got to make some, some major changes and feel like you're a lot of pieces, not only player-wise but coaching-wise, away, it's my third year. I got to do what I got to do. I got to, I, you know, I got to snip some things. So you know, it is what it is, and that's how it, that's either how he's going to save his job to keep going forward, or you know, that's how you lose it. But at the end of the day, he's the man in the arena. You know, you got a day balls just made some day balls decision in terms of roster moves or or coaching wise and all that. So 
it's you know it's on him from here on out. Let's talk Daniel Jones, man. I, I put together the math on my own comparing Daniel Jones, the sixth overall pick from the what was it, twenty eighteen draft, and uh, Kyler Murray, the number one overall pick. They both, you know, had ACL injuries last year. Kyler Murray got hurt on December twelfth, had his surgery January third came back to play November 12th. That was 11 months, exactly 313 days. Daniel Jones got hurt on November 5th, had his surgery November 22nd. 314 days after that would be October 1st this year. So that tells me that unless Daniel Jones has a miraculous rehab, unless he just has a much faster rehab, and I know he's not Kyler Murray, but they're both human beings, that he's not going to be ready for training camp. He's not going to be ready to go in August. He's not going to be ready for OTAs. That's going to be Tommy Cutlets probably throwing the ball around, or I don't know if they bring in another quarterback or they retain Tyrod Taylor, but I have a ton of respect for Daniel Jones. I feel like from the day he was drafted, he had a tough go at it. He had to replace Eli. He had different coaches, different offenses to learn under different coordinators. He rose to the occasion with Dable here last year, had his best year arguably going to the playoffs and winning, and he got paid. But now he's got another challenge again to come back from this ACL injury. What are you expecting out of him next year? And can the Giants rely on him? I think they have to draft a quarterback. And if it's not Tyrod Taylor, they have to bring in another free agent quarterback, a veteran backup. Man, just think of how great of a situation Daniel Jones is in to be injured right now. You yeah, cut him, you 40 keep mil. Him, you're going to get 40. Yeah, so, you know, he can he can take that entire year. He can take a full gap year. If you think about it, no rush. You know, regardless of if he plays or he comes back, like he's playing for, I think future contract with another team, or I think he's going to have to go on that Baker Mayfield, Teddy Bridgewater type journey, Geno Smith type journey somewhere else when he's healthy and when he's ready to go. But if you're Daniel Jones, man, I'm taking my time. You've put some good stuff on tape. You—it's not like we say Daniel Jones is slouch. And then he's in the same boat of a Saquon Barkley because it's like, yeah, at times you may wanted more out of them, but they also are victim to the roster that was put in front of them as well. Saquon having to carry an entire team, you know, for years, or an entire offense for years. You know, Daniel Jones, same thing. Last year he got the bag, only 15 touchdowns before interceptions. And he did it with, like, Richie James and those guys, you know. So, uh, Daniel Jones is in a great position, man. Like, people can, hey, you can be team DJ or not. But in terms of a, a football player coming back for some sort of rehab and being able to still get 40-something guaranteed, whether you get cut or you're on the team, this just buys you time for somewhere else. You know, I, I, a lot of times the fans get so caught up in, oh, you cut him, make him go somewhere else. Somewhere else may be better for 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 a player, and let's say it is. Let's say for the team anti-Daniel Jones, let's say he does go somewhere else. Not only did he just getting, is he still getting 40-something guaranteed, he gets a fresh start. Let's say if he goes somewhere like the Buccaneers, like a Baker Mayfield had to do, you're going up against a Cal Trask or a possible first-round draft pick, and you're, you're healthy, you're 100% healthy if you got to sit all last year, I mean all next year, and you're ready to compete. Daniel Jones is in a great position if you really sit down and think about the mathematics. Hey, last thing I got to ask you is about the boy Darren Waller. He came out there with the bars today. I think that's the happiest I've seen him since he's been in New York, was over there spitting on the uh, waterfront. Looked like he was in Weehawken, West New York area, 
<laughs> Did you get a chance to listen to uh, Darren Waller's little snippet of his upcoming album? Yeah, I did a sit-down with him uh, earlier this year for the Brian Dable show. Um, and, you know, he when when I was doing the research on him, I went and listened to a couple of the tracks he had up on YouTube. So, yeah, man, I, I checked it out. I watched him. Like, that's over. That's off Boulevard East over in uh, West New York. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I used to New live York, off Port Imperial. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know right over there. Port Imperial is where the Highwoods at. I, lo- yep. I love going to the Highwoods. No. Um, so, yeah, I mean... Hey man, you know at at the end of the day, his his clock's kind of ticking on times of in terms of how much he's going to want to do football, go through football, and on what in terms of what it is and and wins and won the wins and loss standpoint from what team he's on, and then on the same time, like how much his body can take from it. You know, at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the day, as a football player, when a guy like that who has talent, the last thing you want to be doing, and the one thing that will get up in your head is is you're in the training room and uh, always having to nurse something or trying to get back from something. You want to go out there and show the people what you've done. A guy like that, back-to-back 100-yard, uh, I mean 100-catch seasons, you want to go out there and show people what you want to do, but your body's not like, you know, your body's not kicking, ki- keeping up with that ambition right. in that sense. So this is good for him. This is part of the transition, you know. Some guys going and they're making podcasts and uh, it's part of their transition. He's yeah. making music. And you never know where that could take you, man. At the end of the day, that's Darren Waller. He still has access to whatever it is he needs access to for, let's say he plays two more. Let's say he plays next year and then gets on a team late the following year. That's still two years of relevancy. And then after that, you get, what, two uh, extra two after you're talking about the players. and um, But your brand off the field makes you a legend. That's your empire, you know, in that sense. So, I mean, good good for him, man. But at the end of the day, you want to see him have success on the field one more time, play on a winning team, and, you know, go out and, you know, go out on his football career and go into the new venture of uh, his life. Yeah, I'm all for it. I'm a hip-hop head. It inspired me. I'm like, I got to find a couple hours to write some bars and get on the fan and rap again. I mean, I think we have the clip. I'm going to play it later. But I got no problem with him rapping. I think he's better than Young Joker. I know you heard Kadarius Tony's bars when he was here for a brief little bit. Yeah, no, bro, no football player has been nice. There have been a couple basketball players that's been <laughs> all right. But, you know, Le'Veon Bell, I didn't think Le'Veon Bell was that. Oh, you know what? Damian Lillard is really like the oh. only one. The best football player, A.B., put that ish on, bro. Oh, like, yeah, that's I, a that, classic. That, bro, that's, <laughs> that's a, a banger. That's a human. That should go in the canton, too, bro. That should go in the canton, too. Yeah, him and, and his right last there. game at, at MetLife. Brandon, you're the man. This is Brandon London on the fan. He's the in-stadium host. When you go to MetLife and see the Giants, you also see him on New York Post Sports as the digital host there. Uh, great guy. I've been doing some work with him. I'm glad he could join me tonight. Thank you, Brent. I'll let you get back to your son. All right, man. Take it easy, man. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.